It should be obvious that we cannot solve a crisis with the same methods that got us into it in the first place. This is a last chance saloon. Because if we don't really take the decisions that are vital now, it's going to be almost impossible to catch up. We will end the moratorium on extracting our huge reserves of shale, which could get glass flowing as soon as six months. If unprecedented changes are not made and made soon, there will be irreversible damage to the planet. Zero carbon east tall. Hello and welcome to Zero Carbon Easter Series 4, Fool's Gold. I'm Ian Collins and this is the UK's number one environment-based podcast. If it's green, it's in. And let's speak now to Keir Starmer's best friend. He's Dale Vince. <laughs> you see, this podcast, Dale, this it's, it's written itself, this podcast, right? Yeah. I mean, actually, the right-wing media wrote it for us, right, all week. Uh, as they've escalated, kind of snowballed, feeding themselves, getting high on their own bullshit. Uh, so what? what is, I mean, what is going on here? I mean, you're monkeying around with Just Stop Oil and the Labour Party. I thought you Tories stuck together. <laughs> I mean, it's mad, right? My PR people tell me it's a dead quiet news week. And, and that's why this has got that, uh, that interest. There's nothing going on at all. So it started with the Scotsman on Sunday. Somebody sent me a, a link, a picture of their front page, and it were kind of like it came at me like um, in one of those war films when somebody shouts "Incoming!" right, and everybody gets down. It was like that because I wasn't named in it. It just said uh, uh, something about Keir Starmer about to announce a ban on new North Sea oil, like it was a big thing and a new thing, which it later turns out it wasn't a new thing. Anyway, it started with that, and then on Monday, the Daily Mail, uh, I think they had me on the front page actually calling me an eco-funding zealot for funding Just Stop Oil. And they were making this this link. They just created it, right? I, I fund Just Stop Oil. I fund Labour. They've all complained about that before and told Labour to give the money back. So they they began that again. But then, then came, uh, again, this story that uh, somehow that's why uh, Labour are, are deciding that we shouldn't have no new gas and oil from the North Sea. It's got nothing to do with the science or, the, or our climate targets that say we mustn't drill for more oil and gas or or the economics to say it won't help us lower energy bills or all the common sense stuff out there in the world that would lead anybody to say, let's not have new oil and gas. It was apparently because I'd given them some money. I've been all week on the media and it's been escalating. The sun waded in on, uh, I think it was Tuesday, because uh, I, I, I was on the Today program Tuesday morning. Had a great chat, really honest and open. We talked about the right to protest, the police clamp down, uh, you know, the right to go about your daily lives and all this kind of stuff, you know. And they said to me, when did you last speak to Keir Starmer? I gave an honest answer. It's all I've got. And I said, well, actually, it was last week, right? They've got six million listeners. The Sunright headline saying, secret meeting revealed. I'm like, hang on a minute. <laughs> if I had a secret to keep, I wouldn't tell six million fucking people, would I? And anyway, we didn't meet. We had a phone call for like five minutes. And, uh, and it's just escalated beyond that. And then you've got Tory MPs all over the media yesterday and Tuesday night saying Labour should give the money back. There's something really fishy going on. This policy came hours after the secret meeting. That's what the Sun and the Mail are now doubling down on. And it's like, oh, my God, I honestly, I can't believe it. They're trying to make an absolute mountain out of nothing. Absolutely nothing. So this is, I mean, this is uh, proper kind of eye of the storm mm. stuff, isn't it? You know, you, you, you read about 
that these kind of escalating snowball effect moments sort of happening to people. You, you found yourself as that person. Yeah, and this is the the, the, the right wing media are feeding themselves. You know, each one of them escalates it a little bit, and and they pick it up and blow it up a little bit more. It's like some kind of mad positive feedback loop. You know, and it's become a place where there's this incredible conspiracy going on, and the guy that funds Just Our Boil is also like the puppeteer for Labour policy. Honestly, can I can I put my right wing media hat on as I like to every oh, yeah. now and again? I'd like you to do that i just want to say one thing i've been stressing in the media all week i have never spoken to labor about or, or keir starmer about banning north sea oil and gas i've never spoken about it but just stop oil kind of have and this is me with the hat yeah, on by the way do just it. so you know so th- these are clearly road terrorists that are stopping ambulances and hearses disabled kids getting to hospital and you are funding them uh yeah you that, are responsible dale for carnage. That's right. And the point I make to all of these lovely right-wing radio and TV people is this. There's a greater harm going on in the world. And and I understand that disruption is disruption. And I think you can't have a proper protest without it, right? You can't have an effective protest without it. But it amuses me to a degree in a a kind of black humorous kind of way that so much fuss is made about a delay to snooker or a delay to getting to work or something like that, everyday disruption, when we seem quite happy with the fact that 40,000 people across Europe died last summer because of extreme weather, which is driven by the climate crisis. And this is not a one-off event. And and Europe is not the only place in the world this is happening. People are losing their lives and their livelihoods. Places are becoming uninhabitable. And that's okay, as long as we can get to work on time and the rugby starts on time. I mean, come on. Give it to the Green Party, Dale, not to just stop oil. (laughs) Well... Just a boiler. I mean, I love what they do. I, I mean, I think they're brave. These people are putting their liberty on the line because the, the, the legal crackdown on protest is incredible. We might as well be living in Russia in terms of the, the penalties that you face for doing something that the police simply interpret as being allowed protest, for example, or going equipped to a protest. I mean, there, there are serious numbers of years in prison for this. I think these, these guys are like super brave. But as I've been trying to explain on the media all week, there are so many people that feel so passionate about this issue. Because if the climate crisis escalates in the way that is predicted to, because we fail to deal with it, then life as usual, business as usual, just won't happen. It'll be way more disruptive than the pandemic because it won't go away. The pandemic went away eventually and we came out of lockdown and got back to normal. This is such a big deal. And our government are doing all the wrong things. And if they get reelected, they will continue to do all the wrong things. They're in hock. And this is the irony. They're in hock to the fossil fuel industry the tories take tens of millions from that industry and the the press makes such a fuss about uh, the small sums of money that i've given to labor and and because they love the fact that i've also given it to just stop oil but this is a way to throw mud at labor and, and call them you know uh, in bed with eco-terrorists i think the mail said but, but are you because because people are joining the dots and going hang on a second uh that you're, you're you're giving money to just stop oil keir starmer suddenly announces that he's going to stop issuing licenses for north sea oil and excavation and the like and you're also giving money to keir starmer so it even though you haven't had a direct conversation with keir starmer about will you do this uh, by definition of how this has all worked it amounts to the same thing that's the kind of prime accusation and by the way, that's not illegal and there's nothing wrong with that. Political parties take money from all over the place. But you are essentially, Dale, making policy for the Labour Party. Right? That's that's how they say it looks. It isn't how it looks because, as I said before, you know, you've got the UN, the uh, 
the IEA, International Energy Agency, all of the grown-up people in the world that use data and science to decide what it is we should do, they're all saying the same thing. If we're going to keep within the Paris one and a half degrees, which the whole world signed up to, by the way, we've got to not explore for new oil and gas. This is not a lefty loony idea. It doesn't come from me. It doesn't come from labor. It's, it's just mainstream proper thinking. We have to do that. So, uh, you know, the fact that Labour should be on the same page as me or on the same page as Just Stop Oil shouldn't be a surprise. They differ in, in terms of how to approach it. Labour are going to get elected and, and, and do what Just Stop Oil are trying to do from the streets. But um, uh, it's a bit exhausting having to defend yourself from such, such bullshit accusations, actually. And, and in a world where the corruption attached to Conservative Party funding is just incredible and, and you know, goes un, unremarked, you know, it's just like, it's been a frustrating week, but it's also been an interesting week because um, our response to the Daily Mail front page on Monday, uh, I, I was due to speak to Just Stop Oil anyway for the last couple of weeks. We finally had a chat on the, on the day after, and um, <laughs> we decided to flick the Vs at the Daily Mail and start a funding drive. So I promised to, to double the donations anybody makes within 48 hours of that date. And so far, we're running at about £200,000. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to go on social media tomorrow and thank the Daily Mail for that little contribution to the cause. That's one good outcome. This came in from Alex, though, who says, be honest, Dale, did you expect to be giving <laughs> so much more money to Just Stop Oil? <laughs> Honestly, I didn't think about it. What does he mean by that? Did you did you increase the money you gave? Is that what happened? Uh, I've given money before. I mean, and this is the other thing to say. I mean, I've been giving money to Just Stop Oil since before they started, right? Just over a year or something like that. I've been giving money to Labour since... Before uh, they started stopping. <laughs> before they started stopping stuff, yeah. And and to Labour since Ed Miliband was leader through the Jeremy Corbyn years all the way up until now. There's nothing new about me giving money to Labour or or funding. I funded XR, uh, Animal Rebellion, which is now Animal Rising, all that kind of stuff, you know, as well as Greenpeace and all the other stuff we've listed on here before. So, you know... I didn't think of it. I just thought, fuck the Daily Mail, right? Uh, if, if they say I shouldn't be doing this, I'm going to do it. Um, so we did some more. And yeah, I didn't really know what it, what it would be like. Just a boil. To be fair, they said we can put a limit on if you want. And I said, nah, let's just fly by the seat of our pants, see what happens. Hi, I'm Mike Graham from Talk TV. And I've been asked to tell you about green issues and a new book called Manifesto. It's brilliant, apparently. Do you believe in climate change? I don't. Do you believe we all need to find a greener way of living our lives? No, I don't either. I think it's all a load of guff perpetuated by loony lefties and eco-zealots hell-bent on causing a nuisance. Do you believe we're all killing our beautiful planet? No, neither do I. But I know a fellow who does. His name's Dale Vince. He's so convinced he's written a whole book about it called Manifesto. The Battle for Green Britain. It's part memoir, part handbook for changing the world and shaking it up, apparently. I won't be buying it. But you can if you want to waste your hard-earned cash. It's four ninety-nine. Pretty cheap, isn't it? You must be wealthy as hell. According to this script, it's available now from fgr.co.uk forward slash shop. And just as we're recording this, Dale, this has literally just broken uh, from the political website Guido Fawkes. Uh, they say this, Ecotricity, the organisation headed by Just Stop Oil's multimillionaire backer Dale Vince, received 179,000 quid in government grants in 2021-22, according to new research by the Taxpayers' Alliance. Uh, according to the TPA, in addition to the £300,000 provided in furlough cash during the pandemic, you also receive various other subsidies and monies, etc. cetera. Uh, that's just broken. Yeah. There you go. Another <laughs> snowball for you, Dale. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more bullshit, right? That reminds me, we had the Telegraph on our email today giving us a four o'clock deadline to respond to a series of things 
One of which is exactly the same thing that, you know, the Guido fuckers are talking about on their website, which is the fact that we've had grants, apparently. When we dug into it, um, over £100,000 was a, was a Kickstarter grant, which was to give young people between ages of 18 and 24 jobs for six months, right? Is that a bad thing yeah. that we took that and gave young people uh, a start on the terrible, job ladder? Terrible, Is that terrible. A crime? And doesn't mean that they're not able. <laughs> Come on. So, but the Telegraph went further. They're like, we can see all this money that you've received from what they call energy credits, and what they actually meant was the renewables obligation scheme, which is not government money. It's got nothing to do with the government, and actually, we pay more into that scheme than we take from it. And then they had another one on the list: feeding tariff administration. And so we had to point out that actually. Uh, that is to pay for the work we do distributing feed-in tariff money to, I don't know, 200,000 people. It just washes its own face. That's all it does. But the feed-in tariff money is not government money. And then again on their list, they had, oh, well, why did you uh, not repay your COVID loan before you gave money to Labour? It looks like you're taking money from the government and giving it to Labour. So we had to point out the, the, the COVID loan was not from the government. Even if it was, it would be taxpayer money, not government money. It's not conservative money, but it was a it was a loan from our bank HSB, simply underwritten by the government, and we paid fees and interest on it, and it was being repaid quarterly. It's gone now, and there's no connection, right? We may have a loan, but it doesn't mean we can't spend money on stuff we believe in. Honestly, these guys are so clutching at straws, it's incredible. They're just looking for dirt, and 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 they're not finding anything. All they're finding is their own stupidity. Here's another one, literally just broken on the Daily Telegraph. <laughs> Multi-millionaire Dell Vince is responsible for mass immigration, all crime, homelessness, and starvation. Did you <laughs> did you know that as well? I made that one up, by the way, but this is kind of the crazy territory we're in, right? Yeah, it is. It is. And that's that's what it's like. I mean, I can't believe that the way, the way it's escalated, you know what I mean? But trust the sun, bless him, to take, you know, something I said in front of six million people on the radio and turn it into a, a revealed secret. It's like, I mean, you know, bless them. Let's go to a question from Headley, who says, uh, just read the Mail Online article shared with, with me by my friend, not my choice of media news. Uh, they are coming after you. Always a sign that the establishment sees you as a genuine threat to the established order. Stay strong and tread carefully. Yeah. So, so it's very nice sentiment isn't it? it's very nice yeah i like that and you know every election as far back as i can almost remember certainly to ed Miliband days it's been like this because we are probably the like the most prominent donor to labor i'm certainly the only person that would go on tv or radio and talk about donations i mean sky told me that when they unearthed all kinds of skullduggery in in tory funding only a few months ago actually but I go out there in front of a mic and I just say, look, this is what it is. Yes, we give this money. We don't want anything for it. You know, I, I'm trying to fund the gap in election spending that always exists. Tories spend more on an election than everybody else put together. I'm trying to help Labour win the next election. There is no crime in that, right? This is how our democracy works. Uh, I think all parties should be publicly funded, but they're not. Breaking news from the Beano just coming. No, I'll, I'll keep my eye on that because um, I'm sure they're next in line to reveal something that isn't true. Can we talk about Grant Shapps as well? Because Shapsy, who uh, is he on a revenge thing? Because we've taken the piss out of him a little bit. Because he's had a pop as well, hasn't he? He has. He has, and and a dude called Greg Hans as well has had a pop. And of course, Reese Mogg. Let's not forget him, right? It's never good to be called Hansy when you're a politician, is it? Really? <laughs> Shapsy, Hansy, and Moggy, right? We've had them all going at it this week. <laughs> Back to the Beano again, you said. <laughs> and Moggy, right? I mean, this dude has no moral standing. He 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 came out earlier in the week and said, "I uh, Labour should give the money back." For what reason, I don't know, because there's no like moral or, 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 or legal basis for that at all. But he's a guy that bases his business interests in offshore tax havens to avoid paying tax, right? What, he, has, he has no moral compass. Everything I've built 
business-wise, is based here in Britain and pays tax here in Britain. And so, you know, my my response to all these right-wing people is to say, look, you know, there's there's nothing dodgy about me. There's nothing dodgy about the money. I don't get anything or want anything for the money. It's a political donation to help Labour win the election. There is nothing going on here. Uh, more breaking news from Women's Weekly have just <laughs> revealed. I love it. A letter from Marge in Scunthorpe. Are you single, Dale? You see, there's a lot of interest. <laughs> uh, here's a question, though, from Denise. You said, read online, Dale, that you've got a garage of 20 fossil fuel muscle cars and a private jet. Why do people spread such crap? What's the craziest rumor you've recently read about yourself? Well, you know, I think that might be the one. But before that, of course, we had the chopper, didn't we? The fact that I have a chopper, uh, you know, helicopter, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to clarify that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was the, apparently you were seen flying around <laughs> I mean, Bristol, above Bristol in your helicopter. The first time I heard this rumor some years ago, apparently I had scared a horse locally and, and so went and visited the owner later with a bag of carrots for the horse. I mean, that's how... <laughs> <laughs> bonkers that rumor was man so that's but yeah the 20 muscle cars uh, you know that's the that's the most bonkers recent one i've heard apart from the fact that uh labor's new policy is uh somehow down to me that's pretty bonkers and there's that as well sorry i didn't realize i mean obviously we've covered many times the uh your ownership of the the non-existent helicopter i didn't realize that you were alleged to have scared a whole i mean how low would you have to fly a helicopter to scare the shit out of a horse i'd imagine you've got to go right by the ears to get that nag upset and then to take a bag of carrots i mean that would be no combo at all really wouldn't it? i mean you go with a bit more than that you yeah. take chocolate at least but what a what an intricate little rumor right uh, what imagination has gone into that? I think, yes, correct. Somebody actually like, completely, they must have done a storyboard of, you know, <laughs> drawn one out. There he is in the helicopter. There he is going low. Here comes Red Rum or whoever the hell it was. And final picture is you with the carrots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and by the way, I think this will all be gone next week. I think this story is in a news desert this week. Next week, there'll be, you know, better, so. better th real things to talk about. Maybe, maybe real things. Well, the merry-go-round will stop elsewhere. Um, final question from Andrew says, saw you chatting at an event a few weeks ago. Why do you think hydrogen and electricity are being ruled out by airlines? And what's the obsession with blending aviation fuel? Well, I think two things here. One is uh, the airline industry, like the fossil fuel industry and our government, they see a future for fossil fuels, uh, you know, that, that's extended beyond all common sense and reason. And so they're setting dates like 2040 for when they will kind of start to use alternative fuels and things like that. Sustainable aviation fuels kind of enable that uh, very slow pace of, of change and, and, and trajectory. But at the same time, the second thing is that hydrogen and electricity at the moment are only suitable for short haul flights. They may never be suitable for long haul. So I think for like transatlantic stuff, we're going to have to have something else. I don't think it will be hydrogen. And so there's some kind of logic in there, I guess, or there would be if, if they had the right intentions. So we are about to launch an electric airline. I think I mentioned it before. It keeps getting like uh, put off. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I hope we could do it next that? week, right? If this Ferrari uh, over the non-existent story dies away, we'll do it next week. And, and that will be electric hydrogen uh, flying nationally in Britain. And where the airline industry is saying we're going to adopt this technology in 2040, we're going to start next week. 
Then you've got this issue of sustainable aviation fuel, which is based on energy crops. And I think uh, somebody did a study and said, if you wanted to replace current airline fuel just in Britain, you take all the land in Britain to grow the energy crops to make the fuel, which is obviously a stupid idea. Got it. But what that means is, right, the world can't afford sustainable aviation fuel. It just yeah. can't. But there is another way to make it. We can make aircraft fuel from the sky, a bit like diamonds, actually. It'll be expensive, but it will enable transatlantic flying without uh, carbon emissions and all the other bad stuff that goes with it. So, I mean, that's a long rambling answer. I don't think they're ignoring hydrogen and electric. I think to a degree they're kicking the whole climate issue down the road, uh, talking up sustainable aviation fuel because the real focus probably is on long distance flying, not short distance. So I've got the long answer. Have a lay down. <laughs> you need to lay down in a dark room with a massive pint of cider. Massive pint or just a pint-sized pint. I was, yes, I mean, a, a pint is a pint, isn't it? So my, that was a really shit English on my part. But you take, you take the point. What I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is go and play football. It's a wonderful way to switch off, actually. It is indeed. Have a great week, Dale. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think it could get much crazier, actually. Uh, but I shouldn't say that because every time I've thought that, I wake up to a new set of crazy headlines. Dale was speaking seven days. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to it. That is it for this episode. Don't forget, of course, you can follow this podcast from your podcast provider as well, so you get each one automatically. Follow Dale on social media, twitter.com slash dalevins, facebook.com slash dalevins, and on Insta too. And in the Beano, right? And in the Beano, yeah, good point. Zero carbon east off.